Hi, this is Lauren Rurick from the Gray Estate, and you're listening to my chapter of As the Story Grows. What would you say you do here? Have a good time all the time. Dominate. Who's got it better than us? Nobody! What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. I want you to be realistic. What do you love about music? Man, being realistic. As the story grows. I always want to be part of a small rebellion. You got this, Travis. Make him wait for it. Boom. Well, the sun is a lemon drop. And my heart is a candy shop. And it don't know when to stop it. It don't know when to stop. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you yeah. doing? I'm, I'm good. You know, it's Thursday. Feels like yeah, a Monday. Like right? the weekend. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. <laughs> Mid midweek uh, holidays, throwing everything up, throwing everything. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, um, doing my little research uh, on you uh, <laughs> before we started. You have quite an impressive resume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess. CNN, Teen Vogue, USA Today. Yeah. Got an award. 2016 yeah. Professional Keystone Press Award. That's uh. I was just like, oh, music blog person. I'm like, oh no, like, got some legit stuff on the resume here. Yeah, yeah. I that was, like, when I started, it was always funny too because, um, sometimes I get emails like people be like oh have you like is this your first time writing like have you ever tried writing and I know that they weren't like I mean some people were being condescending yeah. but like, other people weren't I was just like no like I kind of like I do this no this is this <laughs> is my job <laughs> yeah. uh, that's so funny all right um we'll get to all that let's start with uh you're currently in Pittsburgh yeah is that where you grew up yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, yeah. What was that like? Um, it's all right. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to stay here. Like I'm here, but <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Family life good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just me and my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then my my other family, but like I don't have kids, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I meant family life growing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. My family life was good growing up. I had a brother and a sister, and they both liked, um, like, music and stuff, so we got along. Yeah. Older or younger? Yeah. Um, They were both younger. Younger? Yeah. So you were the torch that passed on the music to them? Yeah, it was. But, like, sometimes when I first started, it wasn't 
like good music towards <laughs> passing. Like I was like, I really like Kelly Clarkson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that your start, pop music? Is that your first love? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was really into, like, anything that was on the radio and American Idol. <laughs> yeah. So that's a... Yeah. yeah. So you're, like, the original American Idol generation. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like... I was using all of my text messages and calls to get those votes in. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. This show is like has been so much based on nostalgia, and it's like old guys complaining yeah. about like touring using a map and phone cards at payphones. <laughs> you yeah. like text messages during American Idol. <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. great. So, did you ever play anything? Or are you just a big fan? Um, played French horn in middle school, and I thought I was really good at it, but. I only learned maybe like last year. Um, my aunt told me that like no one in my family could stand it when I played, and um, <laughs> that like they heard I played during the rest of like our school concerts a lot. So I guess <laughs> I wasn't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. So that's it, just French horn in middle school. Yeah, I tried guitar for a little bit, but then, like, when I was younger, but um, I just didn't have the patience for, like, teaching myself. Like, yeah. I just was ready to play, and it, it never really And since happened. you kind of, you just gave up on the dream. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about, about your musical experience. Just American Idol into what? Um, why well, like, in high school then I started watching the OC California. They played a lot of bands on there that like I like never heard of, and then um, they used to have like a, a segment on the show where bands would like come and perform. And I found out about like Death Cab for Cutie and Modest Mouse and um, like Klosterman or Klosterman, however you say it. And um, like I just got really into like uh, everything that was on Pitchfork and. Uh, that was when, like, I was like, oh, there are other bands besides <laughs> three. Oh, man, Pitchfork. That's... Yeah. In its glory days. It's glory days when it hated everything good. Let's be real. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like their, like, praise for, like, they're like, oh, my gosh, list the new Get Up Kids EP is so good. And you're like, you gave something to write home about it, too. Like, <laughs> No, they totally did that with the Get Up Kids. Yeah. There are a ton of bands. You just look back and it's like, 
especially as yeah. they're trying to ride the emo revival now and it's like you guys hated all these bands they did and people used to point out how like they wouldn't ever write about like paramore and stuff mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden it was like oh we like this yeah mm. you know they they're a different kind of trendy uh, yeah for sure <laughs> like late to the game so if you weren't super into music like growing up did you have a knack for writing is that where you found your hobby in, yeah in i always yeah like i used to write poems mm-hmm. uh, like i'm sure like every middle schooler did but um yeah i just i was always really into like storytelling things so i made it my own stories and um then when i found out you could like actually write about music i was like oh i want that to be my job <laughs> yeah you went to school for journalism or yeah i went for journalism where'd you go i went to this really small um like i guess it's liberal arts uh waynesburg university it's like near morgantown west virginia sort of it's like in the very bottom of pennsylvania okay yeah what was college like what was the music scene like in pittsburgh at that time and in morgantown there well i there wasn't i think there was maybe like two other people this it was like a really rural campus um and there wasn't a lot of like a lot of people that went there they were the type of person that um was like looking um, i guess maybe for marriage okay. <laughs> um, and were, like there was a lot of religious um things there so there wasn't a lot of music like seen in that particular area and it was far from Pittsburgh sort of so I didn't really go okay. um, but I didn't at the time know Morgantown had like venue stuff so that yeah. was something I wish I would have known but what about in Pittsburgh in high school um I went to a lot of shows but it was always like you know only the ones that like my parents could take me to okay. um <laughs> but yeah I never really got into like the like the DIY scene or like um, found out of how big Pittsburgh like scene was probably until I started this blog. Um, okay. And then I was like, wow, there, there's a ton. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a cool uh, discovery. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always interested in like people's local scenes, especially like when you go back and like I was talking to somebody recently and they're from like just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. And I was like, what, yeah. was, what was the hardcore scene like there in like 90? And they're like, well, we had integrity and that was it. And I was like, yeah. how did you fit it? They're like, eh, we just did our own thing, which is cool. Yeah. People play a lot of barns. Really? Oh my gosh. That'd be fun. Yeah. There used to be a barn. They count in Pittsburgh or south of Pittsburgh where people would play. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Yeah, that still sounds cool, though. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, So talk about your career in journalism, how you, from college into writing. Um, Like in college, they didn't have an entertainment section at the time. Um, And so I kind of started... Like, there was, like, a professor who helped me 
um, start freelancing for like a local paper. Okay. And I did just like local entertainment news. Um, and then I sort of kept freelancing until I got like a job um, as an editor, like a women's magazine. Okay. Um, and I didn't like that because it was really, I mean, I just, it was a lot of like stuff. Is that uh, views and voices? Local. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of um, like just local stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to get back into music. So I, like in 2016, I just started freelancing again and I'd send stuff to places and see if they wanted to have me. And some places did. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? What um what was what like? Just like putting your stuff out there. You know, like we said, you had stuff on CNN and Teen Vogue, and were you doing mostly music stuff or just? Most of like, I well, music is kind of like it was hard for me to break into just like music. Most of what I did at first was like entertainment. Okay. Um, at first I think it was really discouraging because like a lot of places would say no or you just wouldn't hear back. Um, and you spend all this time like pitching ideas that would never get picked up. Um, it like took me a really long time to get. I have no idea how people had, like have made a career out of this because it took me so long until now mm-hmm. to get to a place where like I have steady gigs and like places that pay me because I'd get on at places and take one piece or they'd shut down freelances and it was like, you know. But it was it was discouraging. It was like there was a lot of times when like I even had to take like side jobs in retail, mm-hmm. um, like at the time because there was just not. It was it was difficult. Um, yeah, you're you're like facing constant rejection, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, um, it's kind of easier, I guess. Yeah, is that what pushed you yeah. to uh, start the Gray Estates? Yeah, I think just because every time like I pitched music stuff, I felt. Like, the places would turn something down because it was, like, a smaller actor. Um, they just didn't have a need for it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I have all these ideas, and I might as well just try it. Okay. Um, talk to me. You call Grey States the purple blog. Yeah. Is there meaning behind that? I think, yeah, in part just because, like, I wanted it to be, like, cute and fun um and i wanted it to be welcoming and like because i feel like a lot of music blogs have like this like really um like white aesthetic or like mm-hmm. you know it's just like really clean and i just wanted it to reflect i don't a woman with it um but yeah i guess it has when we first started it, it was it's like really ugly. Um, <laughs> I used just like a, a wood background off Google Images, and I was like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> but yeah, now it is. So I'm curious as um, somebody who's writing to music who's younger, like, are there trends you're seeing in, especially indie music right now? I think there's like good and bad trends. Um, I think there's way too many surf rock bands. Like at first it was fun and good, but I think the formula has become like really expected. Um, and I, I love, I love that stuff. I, I love waves and like all that 70s 
sound, but I think so many of it is trying to be the same. And like, I really like when I hear something new that finds a new way of doing it, like, I think that's awesome. Uh, but I think there's a lot of bands that are like for a time that were trying to be like the next thing on burger records. And <laughs> I mean, like you can only about the beach so many times. Um, but then I also think there's a lot of like really good, um, just smaller acts that are like kind of like even with like Illuminati hotties and then uh, like Harmony Woods mm-hmm. was one that are just doing like really personal and unique things that I think like shaking up what you think like indie rock and like the genre could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I haven't ever, I feel like I never know what what's in and what's out because people are always changing. Like I get the most random pitches and I'm like, I don't like what, what do people like anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's whatever you like, right? Yeah, yeah. And you get laser focused, right? Like, like I could spend an hour on Bandcamp going through like the ska label and be like, look at all these awesome bands. But like, that's not what's on trend. That's just what I'm on Bandcamp on at the moment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, if people are into that, that surf rock stuff, it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm right. I love hearing new stuff. I think Mm -hmm. that's where, and I'd love to hear like people just continue to push the boundaries of, like what's expected i guess yeah. but yeah for sure you mentioned illuminati hotties you mentioned harmony woods both are great the illuminati hotties record is one of my favorite of the year um, oh my gosh it's so great yeah and i've seen um harmony wood like in philly she's oh, oh yeah. in the city all the time um what other records that have been out this year or that you're looking forward to um i love um, the record from Moaning on Sub Pop, um, I think it's like, well, I just like listen to it all the time and I can't get enough. I really love, um, the record from Remember Sports. Um, what's I been listening to? Um, this is terrible. I mean, maybe it's not terrible, but I'm really excited for Ariana Grande's new album. <laughs> um, her singles are really great. Um, what's am excited I feel like there's more, but I can't remember, like, is that, um, let me even say it, Oso Oso? Is that yeah, Oso Oso, yeah. Out? Yeah, I feel, I think he has something coming out, or that new song he has out, I was like, oh, this is Yeah, really on the re-release of, uh, the Unihon mixtape, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that record's really that's good. Really yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was so one of my favorites last like year. Yeah, everyone, are you guys like, what is this? And then I listen, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. this is great. <laughs> yeah, your reindeer game fan, that song. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's such a good track. Yeah, I don't know why it's not everywhere. And I mean, if you
talk to me about South by Southwest. You, uh, you were at South by Southwest last year. Yeah. Or yeah. Wait, this year, 2008. Yeah. No, it was yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like forever ago. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Honestly, God. So talk to me about that. You had your own showcase at South by Southwest. Yeah, it was, um, it was like unofficial, but, um, we called it, you're not allowed to, I found this out, South by Southwest does not allow you to call something the South by Southwest showcase okay. for copyright reasons. Yeah, so like we had made a poster that said like the Gray State Showcase and we had to take showcase off oh, for man. like party. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I'd always heard really bad things and it's like definitely really corporate and there are some aspects of it that I'm like, this is just a bunch of people networking and like mm-hmm. I'm terrible at networking. But I think for us, it was really fun and um, it was cool to like put something together and um, we had it at Voodoo Donuts, which like is not Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. my one true love, but <laughs> it did work because it was like super fun and colorful and yeah, it was fun. I liked it. That's cool. Yeah. And then who did you have on that showcase? Football, et cetera, and Rat Boys, right? Um, not football. Oh, no, we they had... they were they did the uh, the big community records. Uh... Oh, yeah. I'm, I ended up missing that, too. Uh-huh. Like, I ended up having to fly home a day early, and I was so bummed. Um, yeah, we had Rat Boys and Anna Birch, Strange Ranger, who I always mistakenly call Stranger Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> um, partner. We had Moaning, Leggy, Ramonda Hammer. I don't know who else we had on that. That's bad. But we had a lot of bands. Yeah. That's cool. So what's coming out next with the Gray Estates? What, what's your hope for it? I mean, I like legitimately need to work on this answer because people <laughs> always ask me and I'm always like, people are like, what are you doing? Like, what do you want to see it go next? Um... You've made it you know, five years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I can't even plan. And like, I get nervous thinking about like what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, I want to do like really continue to do really unique features. Um, and just like find new ways of doing things. Like I recently, I started just like texting interview questions to artists and like just posting screenshots. So we just do like text interviews on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I've seen some so just of those. Finding yeah. yeah, like I like finding like new ways of approaching music writing or like presenting it that's not just like your standard. Like here's a review with a lot of adjectives that nobody really understands. Right. Um, so I just like continuing to do that, and I want to get more writers that are like new or just starting out because a lot of the people that like come to us will say like, "Oh, I never thought I could do this," or um, "I didn't have the chance." So being able to like work with them would be great. But, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. Oh my gosh. Thanks for taking my Twitter invite. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I felt so bad after I tweeted. I'm like, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with her? Like, use your Twitter as a good thing. <laughs> you know, I think it's like, it's fine. You know, I yeah. had a, a buddy of mine now buddy of mine who hosts a podcast mm-hmm. and he tweeted out he's like hey i need a guest for this week and i was like yeah oh i'll talk to you he was like okay and then it was all his podcast and yeah it was yeah. fun and like we have a friendship now but i was like 
no business being on somebody's podcast with like the list of other guests uh yeah well you know what when we used to do a podcast we don't do it anymore just because it was so difficult like between my schedule and noah's schedule and then like you'd sign up people and then like someone couldn't come at the last minute or Mm -hmm. like fans answer so it's like i admire you for doing it because we tried and i was just like i don't know how people do this and noah did all the editing because i was like god bless if i try and do this so like right yeah but i think it's awesome that people do it because i don't know they're fun and yeah i think it's always good to hear from people who are like younger and not just be a nostalgia thing all the time (laughs) you know it's good to know that there are younger people out there who care about music and who are still discovering and passing that along you know oh my gosh yeah but i think that's always exciting yeah we i think we even had like like a girl who was like 16 or 17 once that was like i'd love to write for the gray state someday i was like all right (laughs) you can now but yeah it's cool to see yeah I was like, yeah. there's somebody new who can listen to Fugazi, right? And be inspired yeah. all over again. <laughs> yeah. We can only hope. Baby, you're so sweet. You break me out and you rub my teeth in another world. I keep us high and you be my girl. Thanks for listening to As the Story Grows. Our theme song was written and composed by the legendary Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe on iTunes and give the show a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, click on the Patreon link at asthestorygrows.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening.